Okay, Keith here with uh, world-famous Canada Bach up in Canada, playing up there at uh, Ontario. And listen, we wanted to get together today and talk about uh, some naturals because we haven't done that with Canada in a while. So I thought I'd bring him on, and uh, he was gracious enough to stop by. And uh, he had a shoe that uh, he played at Woodbine, and he wanted to uh, talk through it for the folks and talk about his natural strategy and how he watches naturals and uh, always insightful and great to see him. Canada, how are you doing up there? I'm doing good, Kate. How are you? Uh, hanging in there, buddy. We're down here uh, getting ready for the new year. And uh, we thought we'd end up with a Let's Talk Baccarat series on naturals. So listen, we have this shoe up. It's about 81 hands, uh, looks like. So a rather long shoe. Uh, you mark the, uh, this is in the strategic Baccarat interface. You mark the naturals with X's. And, uh, you know, you wanted to uh, talk through some things and uh, try to help some folks out with uh, how they're betting naturals. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to you for your commentary here, if I could. Yeah. Uh, can you bring up the shoe? Yeah, I have it up. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I don't see it. That's fine. Do you have it up for the for the audience? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So basically, one of the things I think a lot of folks don't realize is that Bakra is known for one thing very clearly: that if you have a natural eight or a natural nine, which is obviously a ten and an eight or a nine, right? We know that that is a natural. Yeah. But what defines the game itself in cards that why do we call in Bakra that these are naturals and what do they represent? I mean, I have done so much research on naturals that, you know, just like you follow the shoe and you see the behavior of the shoe, one of the things that people are lacking and I see it all the time, even yesterday, when, when they see a natural, they don't really understand what it represents and what is going to happen next in the shoe. We right. did a whole presentation. We did a whole presentation on naturals, uh, how they behave. Uh, you know, if you're a BTC member, you can see uh, my presentation uh, that I posted and a lot of the threads on it. Yes. And there is so much more information that I'm going to be sharing very, very soon because obviously the behavior of naturals within any shoe uh, in any casino change from time to time, just yes. like how everything else changes in this game over the years. You know, you've seen it last 10 years. The game has evolved. Uh, they have, it's changed the the way the the shoes are. You know the cards are shuffled, and how how are, what kind of outcomes are we watching? But after all of that, one of the things that most people do is they follow the shoe. I mean, yes. I can tell you. Yesterday, I spent two hours just watching people, and I can. It's it's amazing that they're so focused on only one thing is to yes. follow the shoe. But there is yep. so much more information out there that you need to look at. And you know, sometimes the information is right there. And uh, I'm gonna have another session like this with you and where we're gonna talk about another 
big thing that I worked on is called Bakra confirmation, and we will okay. talk about the, uh, in the in the next conversation. Sure. And the storyline behind that is called Bakra confirmation. But let's just but, go back to the naturals here. I okay. wanted to see this shoe, and you can, I mean, just look at the first fifty hands before the 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 second liners started repeating. Okay. I think they're like fifty hands. If you notice in this shoe, yes, I understand that the the behavior of naturals are not always going to be the same, but we always see how how they come in and then what happens next. If you look at, let's just take one side first and then we can focus on the other one. So if you look oh. at the player side, okay, see that the first natural came on the seventh hand, right? It's very yes. simple, right? Yeah, and we and we know we know that what happened after that with that particular natural. Now it could be an eight, nine, could be, I'm sorry, it could be an eight or a nine. I don't have that information. Uh, right. I also don't have the information about if it was a monkey and a nine or was it a five or a four, right? So right. I don't have that information, but in the end of the day, it was a natural. Okay. What this is telling you is that on the player side, the natural went opposite. Yeah. Right? So, and, and, and I talk about it all the time that 60, 70% of the times the naturals have a tendency to either go opposite or you might actually might even see a tie in some cases. We, are, uh -huh. we know that. Now, once, once you get to 11th hand, you can, sorry, the 12th hand, you can see that another natural came, right? Yeah. Yes. This exactly. is where, this is where one of the, things that I keep in my in my arsenal is that I follow the naturals. And it's yeah. clearly telling me that the last natural on the player side went opposite. Yep. I also know that this is, we don't have a confirmation on a three in a row. So this could actually go to a four in a row. I'm not saying that. But okay. because it's a you know three in a row can be a dangerous bet if you do not have a confirmation. And again, I talked to you about Barker confirmation, and we'll talk about it some other day. But over here, because I saw that the natural went opposite, I'm going to place my bet on the banker, and I would win, and I yeah. would have won in that <laughs> case, right? At the same okay. time, at the same time, also following the banker side. Yes. Now you can see that the th fourth hand was a natural on the yes. banker side, right? right? What happened later on in the shoe, if you notice that we had a three in a row player and then we had a three in a row banker. Yes. And again, this is not a confirmation on a banker side, three in a row that could go to a four in a row, but because the last natural went opposite, you bet opposite. I decided I bet opposite and I won. And obviously there was another trigger here that I was looking at and we talk about it and I have posted it in, in the naturals that if you have a nine natural beat, a, a natural uh, eight, okay. in this case it did and it went opposite. Uh, I, I, that was my second trigger that, hey, I got not two circumstances here where I had a banker with a natural, but it beat a natural eight on the player side. So we, yeah. like I said, we talk about it all the time that if you have a nine beaten by an eight natural, you should always play opposite. No question asked. Yeah, you like that Again, trigger, huh? You know, this is a 50, yeah. We know that this is a 50-50 game. 
I'm not saying it won't repeat. I'm not saying that the naturals won't repeat. But mm -hmm. now I have two reasons why I should bet opposite. Because the last natural on the play banker side went opposite. This one, I believe, will go opposite. Plus, it beat a natural eight on the player side. Okay. Now, right after that, you can you can clearly see that a tie came. Yeah. Uh, on the player side, right? Yeah. Now, whenever a whenever a tie comes, it throws the naturals off a little bit. And the reason being is because uh, we always say that you know after natural ties do come, and in this case it did, and obviously it obviously helped me. But the next bet is a very dangerous bet. Meaning, when I say dangerous, I'm not saying you shouldn't play opposite because the last two naturals on the player's side went opposite. I should play opposite, but and I actually did. But at the same, <laughs> okay. but at the same time, I'm putting my money on the on on two things, which you have to remember in this game is that. This is a kind of bet where I'm not too sure what might happen next because we just had a tie, right? Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll lower my stakes. So if I was betting $50 a hand, I'm going to go down to $10 a hand, right? And if, if, if there's a $5 table, I'll do that because it's the kind of hand where whenever you have a tie after a natural, it throws off the behavior of naturals based on what happened in the past. And you can clearly see that it actually repeated, okay. right? So yeah. I would have lost that bet. Yeah. But again, I did not lose $50, I lost $10. So I'm okay with that, okay? Because it's the kind of bet where I'm not 100% sure that this is going to be a winner, right? Or even a 70% sure, right? So, okay. and as you can see, throughout the shoe, throughout the shoe, the naturals on the banker side actually behaved very well, and yeah. it did behave pretty good on the player side also. And this was a, a good example. I'm not just picking out a shoe. Believe me, that probably eight out of nine, ten shoes, they are actually do behave this way. I think we had a total of 25 naturals in this specific shoe. And again, uh -huh. there are other elements that people should follow. I mean, you know, we look at triggers, we look at systems, then we... Kevin was just saying yesterday that, hey, you know, even you are playing a system, you should be thinking about more than just one system. So for me, a system would be time before last when I started the shoe, right? And uh -huh. then at the same time, I'm looking at naturals, right? So time before last is clearly telling you that this shoe is going to beat it in the first 55 hands, after yeah. that, you can clearly see that the play, bankers started repeating and then when going opposite and players started doing that, that means what? Either you stop playing or you just don't play the next 10 hands and see which direction the shoe is going. Because in Bakara, the consistency about following the shoe is, is there, but you have to kind of see how it's behaving. And you can clearly see that time before last and natural uh, really helped me beat the shoe as of yesterday when I went to play. Yeah, well, that's interesting is I like, uh, you know, like we're always telling folks the more statistics you look at, the better chance you have of finding some sort of assignable cause variation or some sort of bias that is uh, is in the shoe here. It looks like, uh, you know, I like your, uh, your advice to uh, use, a, you're going to play a system approach, then qualify each bet with uh, you like using naturals. 
and looking for their behavior or actually the effect of naturals after, uh, after a natural occurs. And in this case, it looks like you zeroed in on opposites, which of course it did most of the time, except for the one time you pointed out at hand, uh, I guess the 10th column there, there was a repeat after a natural and, and you're saying that you don't like that uh, because it tends to uh, change things up, and of course it did. Then the player repeated there, so that was because of the because of the fact that the tie came. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then it looks like time before last beat the game. Then uh, obviously you had a nice choppy run there, even with the tie in between. What about the second half of the game? What were you watching there, Canada? So I mean, over there again. You, you start seeing that the bankers start becoming stronger and the natural start repeating, right? Yeah, yeah. When natural start repeating, it tells you a lot about what's happening in the shoe. You know, I mean, again, we I've talked about this, that sometimes when you have two naturals in a row, they have a tendency to go opposite. Right. And if it repeats again, it means that the naturals are repeating. You should play repeat. So you should play the next bet as a repeat, not going opposite uh -huh. because the last natural repeated, right? Right. You know, if, if you can just, if you are just looking to get five units out of the shoe and you only play naturals, uh -huh. you will do very well. The problem yeah. is that when, when you are playing a shoe, I mean, the folks, they're just so tempted to play almost every bet. Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. feel like the, yeah, because they feel like the shoe is going in a certain direction. It's going, to, it's going to behave and stay like that. It's not. And this is where, you know, the downfall comes in, you know. And, and well, it's human nature to, to look for patterns that in things. And, and, you know, that kind of carries over into your Baccarat play where you think you see a pattern, like you said, to play every bet because you see something. And it's probably not there. It's just most of the games are all going to be one, twos, and threes in a row because they're the most common common uh Events so that that's interesting and all the way up to that long run in banker all you have is ones twos and threes so um, you, you know that that's interesting uh, you know you, you tend to overbet it of course uh, hopefully you hit the long run and left the rest go and then qualified it with your natural strategy but uh, and you know then you said in the second part of the shoe there it was still time before last uh, in the long banker run then of course they started repeating. And it really turned to a strong side bank, I think, uh, right after the three in a row. Uh, there were no uh, nothing longer in player. And then you had the long run in banker. And then the tie in the run certainly qualified the strong side bank even further. Look, I, I realize that when you start the shoe, you don't see this whole shoe the way it's spread out right now. And... It is very challenging because you cannot predict the next hand, right? Right. And after the shoe is complete or even halfway down the shoe, you're like, oh, my God, if I were played uh, chop, chop, I would have probably, you know, made a lot of units. But oh, yeah. you do not know what's how to predict the next hand. I think that's the challenge that most, most of the people are facing in this game. And and this is where the downfall is because they're trying to follow the shoe in a certain way because they're trying to look at certain triggers and and the and the way the shoe is outcome is coming out. I mean, you have to look at more than just that. Yeah, you absolutely, know? And it's going to change on well, you. you know, and one of the things, 
Yeah, yeah the, the whole thing with your DNA approach is that, you know, to your point, you're trying to figure out what's going to happen using more statistics than just observation of events. Uh, and, and that's cool. You know, you're using the natural behavior. And this one, it kind of nailed that shoe. It changed a little bit at the end there where the natural started repeating. But of course, you can kind of see a shoe change where it kind of went to strong banker over there for sure. So, uh, you know, I like I like the way you explain things. It's a, of course, it's it's hard to predict the next hand. But if you use other statistics a little bit deeper, and in your case, you identified them as DNA bets. Um, I like your terminology there, looking deep into the game uh, and 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 try to use more statistics. As is, is I have a lot of folks. Even yesterday, I had uh, two guys, two Asian guys, who came up to me and saying, "Are you using a system? Because you seem to have a lot of these things on your table that you use markers and you have all these clipboards and and you have this custom build." Uh, Bakra cards. I mean, <laughs> are you using a system? And I just, I said, you want to learn how to play this game and and be a winner. Yeah. I gave them your card and I said, this is where you need to go and and check it out and you'll you'll be a successful player. You know, eventually Thank once you. you understand. The problem is, people do not like change. Just like anything else you do in in life, even if you have a professional job. Yeah. Uh, they don't like change. It's like, I, you know, I, if you're a pilot and I say, okay, now this is the new plane you're going to be flying, but it's got all this computerized stuff. You're just scratching your head because you're so used to the old fashioned way of flying the plane. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to use these computers. You don't want to go deep dive into what else you have to do to navigate the plane, right? It's the same philosophy. People do not like change. And I'm not saying that you should change. I'm just saying that, you know, when, next time when you see a natural come up and you watch this video, think about what I said. You know, yeah, GBO9, GBO9 mentioned it in one of his threads that, you know, thank you, Canada Bar, because I tell you, your natural behavior predicted exactly how I, you know, you have talked about it. And this is this is exactly what I mean, you know? No, absolutely. You know, the the thing with uh, you know all of gambling, and you know this, we've been doing this for a long time. Is it's a very egocentric type uh, situation where folks always tend to think that they have a a bigger insight, and you know by 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 closing yourself off to different ideas and concepts, you're gonna you're gonna miss becoming the best you possibly can. You know, I mean, uh, we look at a lot of different things. Some of it's good, some of it makes no difference, and some of it, you know, makes a lot of difference. And I, I really like enjoy the natural stuff. And of course, you know, if you keep an open mind, even if you don't buy into it, it's kind of observe it and see what works uh, in the casino for you. You know, and if you find it working in a certain situation, then then use it. But uh, you know, don't don't think you know when you get into the know-it-all attitude is is when you run into trouble and a lot of gamblers get into that you know especially uh kind of system seller type cats you know they get into the i know it all and i'm the guru type um situation and, and we try uh you know we try to listen to everyone uh, especially if they're real players as yourself is like you know let me see what you're playing in the casino put it up here and talk us through what your thought process is and, uh, you know, I think that's what's valuable. And I hope folks appreciate that. And I certainly appreciate you coming on and sharing your ideas and concepts, Canada. Yeah, I mean, I think in the next couple of days, uh, we will, you should have another session. I want to talk about Bakra confirmation. It's a, it's a very good 
way of something that people actually miss out on when they're in a shoe. And I want to talk about that with you. And But today I really wanted to just kind of, you know, put it out there about naturals because people just overlook that. Yeah, I've seen it. Absolutely. I saw it yesterday. People just don't care what natural yeah. represents. They don't yeah. care what it represents. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, listen, thank you for your contribution to Beat the Casino. And thank you for coming on and chatting with us and helping our YouTube channel. You know, I tell everybody, you know, if you'd like to hear our content like this, don't forget to hit the subscribe button here. Uh, we're always here. We always talk to Catches One and Canada Bach and, you know, a bunch of other folks that come on and are kind enough to share some uh, information with everybody who's a member. So, Canada, thanks so much. And we're looking forward to your uh, conversation about the uh, – confirmation we'll let folks know and uh we'll get that done over the next week probably right after new year's there you go happy thank new you. year to you you thank betcha. you you too bye, -bye. bye, -bye.